Women Taking the Lead, episode 222. My favorite mantra is you are enough. Because basically, I feel that a lot of women, we try to be everything for everyone. And then when we make one mistake, how we mentioned earlier, we just take it to heart and we, and then it changes the way that we feel about ourselves. And so one thing that I had to start doing was to think, you know, you are enough, you, you can do this, you've got this, you, you know, you are amazing. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. The world was not built for the self-employed. Many institutions that currently support the workforce are simply not keeping up with the pace of change needed to serve them. FreshBooks is among the innovators who have stepped up to provide a new solution for freelancers and small business owners in this rapidly changing market. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. I'm here with Rita Morales, who works with wellness entrepreneurs who want to take their online presence to the next level through authentic branding and creative websites that capture the personality of her clients. She is a firm believer that a pretty website is pretty useless without a strategy behind it to maximize sales and conversions. Rita empowers her clients by teaching them how to tame technology effectively through a hands-on approach with each client. Rita, you are speaking my language. I love how I love that line like websites, pretty websites are pretty useless unless they do their job, which is to engage people and convert them. Um, So I'm really excited to be chatting with you. But as you and I both know, that's a 10,000 foot version of who you are in the world. So if you could tell us a little bit more about you personally and your own humble beginnings. Sure. Well, thank you so much for having me, Jody. I really appreciate it. And I'm so excited to, um, to get to know you and your audience better. Um, so I started my business almost three years ago. I was working in corporate and I was just definitely not happy. I had hit a, you know, glass ceiling where I just felt like I wasn't going to get any higher. And prior to that, probably about eight to nine years ago, I started kind of learning how to make websites. And um, so during that time, after I started learning how to make websites, I ended up having two little boys. So I had my babies and then I was still working in corporate and I just felt like, oh, there has to be something else that I can do. There's definitely a way out for me. And I actually started listening to podcasts and reading blogs and decided um, about three years ago, well, it was probably four years because I spent a good year kind of learning and planning and plotting. What am I going to do? How am I going to make this happen? And then about three years ago, I decided, you know, I'm going to go home. I'm going to talk to my husband and see if we can make this happen. And during that time, I had um, I had a few clients on the side while I was still working corporate, but my little my boys were still very young. And so I did had very limited time. And so I I felt like the only way for me to make this happen was to do something really big and very scary. And that was to pick up my family from Southern California and move back 
to Ohio so that I could start my business. And that's what I did. Whoa, that is awesome. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I love when I hear somebody say I had to do something really big and really scary. It just gets my heart pumping. I'm like, awesome. You know, it doesn't always have to look like that. But sometimes it does, you know, and like, big and scary is relative to all of us. But I love that Rita and what you're doing in the world and especially working with wellness entrepreneurs, uh, you know, because the sense the sense I get from wellness entrepreneurs is they want to focus on their craft and they want to focus on the people that they're helping. And so taking care of the technology piece for them, I bet is just a huge burden off of their shoulders to have someone like you in their world. And I can hear in your voice and from the chat we've we've been having that you're a lot happier now. You like mm-hmm. the place where you are in the world. Like life is, is a lot better than when you were in your corporate job, like trying to figure out like how to get out of it. But I'm going to take you back to a moment in time. We start low and then we end high mm-hmm. <laughs> this podcast. Mm-hmm. So we start with the playing small moment story. And playing small was inspired by the Marianne Williamson quote, where she talks about playing small and how that by letting your own light shine, you give others unconscious permission to do the same. You know, we're, we're not put on this earth to play small. We're, we're here to play big, to let who we are shine in the world. So if you could start us off there about a time in your life when you were playing small, tell us that story and the lessons you've learned. Well, definitely. I think that um, for most new entrepreneurs, I think they initially start out very small. You know, we um, and the reason why is because we're too busy comparing ourselves to everybody else. And I felt like that when I very first started, I knew how to build a website, but I really didn't know how to brand a website. And so I was this is how I can relate to my clients because I understand how they feel like they, they have an idea of what they want their website or their brand to look like and how they want it to behave, but they really aren't sure how to get it there. And I was the same way. So imagine a designer who can't even design her own website. And I feel like it was because I was playing small. I was not really sure who I was at that time. You know, I had so much self-doubt and I just wasn't really sure how to get out of it. So tell us what you what you learned. What were the big lessons that you got from that experience? I think the biggest lesson for me has always been that you can do it. And so you you can slowly transition and change your mind into into more of a powerful state and you can actually bring yourself up higher than where you were when you initially started. It's going to take a little time, obviously, but, um, you know, I think that the biggest lesson for me was, you know, just because you didn't go to design school or you didn't do all of these things, that doesn't mean that you're not good at what you're doing. And so I feel like, a lot of people get caught up in those, you know, credentials and these trainings and they feel like, well, I need this in order to be this. And I don't necessarily believe that that's the case unless it's, you know, something obviously like medical or. Right. right. You if know. you need the degree to get the license and all of that. Yes, that makes right. perfect sense. Yeah. 
<laughs> but you don't need, you know, you don't need the coaching degree to coach or you don't need to actually, I know a lot of the designers and developers who feel this way that they don't, they feel a little inadequate because they don't have that same um, certification as maybe some others do. Yeah. And you meet so many people who, yes, they went to college, but they're not in the field of the degree they earned while they were in college, they ended up pivoting anyway. And I agree with you, it's all a mental state. If you tell Mm -hmm. yourself you're not qualified, because you don't have the degree, then the quality of your work is going to reflect your mental state. But if you tell yourself, yes, I can learn this, I can get better at this with every, you know, project, I get Mm -hmm. exponentially better. Like that will show in your work, because you'll be you'll be striving to improve the quality of your work. Our mindset is the driving force behind our actions. I agree. And it was, it's funny, I tell people all the time that if you have any mindset issues or any like really deep down problems, start your own business. All of this <laughs> will come out and you will have to face it and you will be better for it. Um, you know, but it's very scary when you first start. Yes. Entrepreneurship. I'm, re- I'm going to sound like a broken record to people who listen to all the podcasts. Cause I've said this several times. Entrepreneurship is the most robust personal development program you can ever put yourself through because you're absolutely right everywhere every opportunity for improvement will rear its head (laughs) at every step of the journey yes I was actually chatting with another guest earlier today where they're like the universe just keeps sending me messages (laughs) so true and what are you learning from these messages (laughs) yeah like the next area of opportunity is always like right in front of your face So funny, Rita. All right, Rita, now share with us a time in your journey when you had a wake-up call. This could have been a flashbulb moment, an aha, or it could have been, you know, something that over time you just kept getting hit with the same message, like go in this direction. But in Mm -hmm. either case, there's a moment when you're ready to take action. So what I would like you to do is share with us the steps that led up to that moment of action, and then the steps you took that led to your success? Well, I think for me, the biggest wake up call that I had was, you know, back where I was talking about branding and um, the importance of building a brand for yourself. I, I feel like that to me was once I figured out my brand, that was where I just kind of said, Oh, my gosh, like, I, you know, I'm finally awake. I have, you know, I understand who I should be serving, what I should be making for them, you know, what words I should be using to speak to them. And then, you know, what visual um, aesthetics I need to have on my website to make it appeal to them. And so all of these things came together because prior to that, I was really, I just kind of threw together a website. And, you know, I and again, I was too busy looking at other people and seeing what they were doing, instead of looking at what I was really good at, because when I was working in corporate, I was really good at managing projects and doing these things. And so I'm super organized and really into productivity. And because of that, I'm able to streamline a lot of my processes. But that's not what I was putting out there initially. And so to me, the biggest aha was really learning my, how to brand myself and others in a way that really makes an impact. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, what I'm, I often tell my clients is you already have 
everything you need within you. We just need to uncover it. We just need Mm -hmm. to get at it because oftentimes the only thing that's keeping us from being successful is ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. And like what we were talking about just a a little bit ago was like our own headspace Mm -hmm. is what is holding us back. But once we can remove you know, kind of the negative thinking or the, I can't do this. We can get clear on what are our strengths, what value do we bring, and then just go for it. Exactly. Yeah. I just, I like to, you know, try to, I think, you know, some, some people there, you know, obviously there's different people brand things in a different way. So, um, some people like questionnaires and what I found is when I would do these, their questionnaires to try to help me to understand my own brand, I was like, these are not really working. And so what I do with my clients is I ask them really probing questions and kind of help them work through it. Because I don't think that a questionnaire is, is deep enough because you just think of what you think other people want to hear. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, doing that initial inquiry for anything that has to do with marketing is a lot like a coaching session. You're just, Mm -hmm. you know, just going layer upon layer, deeper, deeper, asking like more, um, you know, empowering questions, really getting people thinking and getting at the core of who they are so that that can be what the marketing is about. Yes, it's it's and and now I teach it and I do it with my clients and I help them to understand that this right here is the foundation of your successful business. You can have this, you know, this other business over here, but it might not be going in the way that you want it to go until you really get clear on your brand. Mm -hmm. And now, Rita, what I what I want everyone to really get and embrace is there is no one way to lead. I mean, we can definitely look at the leaders we admire and look at the qualities that we want to emulate. But oftentimes I see people go wrong because they're trying to almost like robotically copy another Mm. another leader's style and as you know we're all different we all different personality types we have different strengths and different background experience and all of that blends to make who we are uniquely as Mm -hmm. a leader Um, and there can be two great leaders lead very differently Um, Mm -hmm. it's a matter of being authentic to your leadership style is what makes you great so Rita how would you describe your leadership style well, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I am very type A and I'm organized and I'm, you know, I have all of my things together, but I feel like becoming an entrepreneur helped me to see that you don't have to be so buttoned up and take things so seriously. And when I'm speaking to someone like video and audio are really um, where my personality seem to shine the most when um So I feel like the type of leader that I am is just one that I try to be relatable, but very firm because um, I do not sugarcoat things with my clients and um, or with my team. And so I try to, you know, still be. uh, I don't want to say nice, but I'm Mm -hmm. (laughs) firm, but at the same time to, you know, not be overbearing and have expectations that are too um, unattainable. No, I absolutely get what you're saying because I was just interviewed on um, a local um, TV program and the interviewer is somebody who knows me and, you know, she had commented on how, like, how kind I am. I am a kind person and, you know, and she was talking Mm -hmm. about my coaching style and I was like, yeah, I get it, you know, because there are some coaches out there who are like, I'm going to kick your butt and I'm going to hold your feet to the fire. And there are people out there who want that 
in a coach. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. here's the thing, and, and you can get it too, because you're probably attracting clients that are similar to your personality style as well. Being type A, we already beat the crap out of ourselves. Right. We, we don't we don't need another person to do that for us because we've got it covered. Right. Mm-hmm. What we really need is, yes, we need someone to call out the truth, but do it in a compassionate way, you know, Definitely. so that we can do something with it. You know, otherwise it doesn't work. So I totally understand what you mean about like, you know, there's that balance between being nice, but also mm-hmm. being truthful. But yes. yes, you can do it and it can be incredibly effective. And I love what you said about kindness. I tell my boys now are six and eight and I tell them that the most important thing that they could be in life is just to be kind. Yeah. You know, I just want them to be kind and, you know, to be, you know, value, you know, just good little boys. <laughs> <laughs> that grow into great men. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. I wanted to take a minute here to talk about some of the features that FreshBooks has to help keep you organized and streamline the business side of being a freelancer or small business owner. If you have any questions whatsoever, FreshBooks award-winning customer service is amazingly helpful, super friendly, and with zero attitude. Plus, a real live person usually answers in three rings or less. FreshBooks helps you avoid having that awkward talk with your client about past due payments. FreshBooks automates late payment email reminders so you can spend less time chasing payments and more time working your magic. It starts with invoicing, but actually FreshBooks has many features to help keep you organized and streamline the business side of business. FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to my listeners. To claim it, just go to freshbooks.com forward slash lead and enter women taking the lead in the how did you hear about us section. Now, back to the interview. And Rita, what is one thing that you're working on right now that you're really excited about and you want to share with us? Well, So I'm taking my little solopreneur shop and I'm actually transitioning it into a larger agency model. And I'm really excited about that because as I mentioned earlier, I know how to manage products or projects um, really well. And so I'm just excited to actually grow my business and take it to the next level. And I understand it's going to (laughs) be, it's going to be very hard. You know, there's a lot of struggles that come in with managing other people to help you with projects. But um, I feel very comfortable that it's going to go really well. And, you know, I'm going to make sure that I find the right team members to really help um, to help with the process. Mm -hmm. And if you're a good project manager, like in my mind, that translates to being a good team leader, too, because to project manage, you have to have great organizational and communication skills. And that's what a lot of people are looking for when they become a part of a team. Definitely. And, you know, in my corporate background, I used to manage teams, you know, so I'm really comfortable with it. And I'm just excited to see my business grow. Because I think in the past, when we talked about playing small, that was part of it, too, is I felt like I couldn't move up to this bigger level, you know, at that time. And now I feel completely comfortable with that. And I think a lot of that is because I feel like I know who I'm serving now. I know, you know, where I'm going with my business is moving in the direction that I always wanted it to go. Nice. And on the flip side of things, Rita, what is the biggest leadership or business challenge that you're faced with right now? 
I think the biggest one is always finding the right people, you know, and because we are, um, well, I'll speak for myself, because I am a type A type of person, it's really hard for me to give up certain tasks until I feel like a person is super um, skilled in that area. And so sometimes I find it hard for me to let go of things so that I can trust somebody else to do it. And I think that that's, you know, that's a big struggle. (laughs) Yes, that is the type A struggle. It all comes down to control. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I'm like, I don't want to be overly controlling, but I just want it done right. Do you think? Well, you know what, that that is, that is what's at the heart of it is because a lot of type A people are like, one of the um, qualities of being type A is you care so much, so much, mm-hmm. so deeply that it, it's hard to risk something. Mm-hmm. If you care very deeply about a client and the finished product that you are producing for that client, it is very difficult to trust other people to care as much as you do. Because let's face it, like, not that it, this is necessarily true, but it can be we care in a way that. It, we don't perceive other people as caring, mm-hmm. right? Like if yeah. somebody says, well, it's no big deal, right? We're like, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it might it's not, everything. right. It might not overall, like if we were to take a step back, we could put it in perspective and say, well, maybe this isn't a big deal in the scheme of life, but under this microscope, this is very important. I can't believe you just said that. And immediately we lose trust. And a person who would say something like that, even though from their perspective, they're not untrustworthy, they're just trying to gain some perspective on it. So and that's where the control comes in is because we don't want to give over control to anyone who cares any less than we do. You know, they have to care as much for us to trust them. And it's hard to find that type of person. So, you know, so now you're stuck between like, okay, do I give up some control and relax a little bit? Or do I continue to own everything? Right. That's a tough and, place and, to be. And the only way that you're going to grow your business is really to let other people help you. Otherwise, you're going to stay in, in that first level. Yep. Stuck there for a long mm-hmm. time. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. <Yes. laughs> it's a good challenge to have. Uh, all right, Larita. Now I'm going to do a quick leadership roundup. So tell us, mm-hmm. what is one practice you have that helps to make you a better leader? Okay, something that I do every single day, regardless of what crazy madness is going on around me, is I will sit down and journal um, no matter what. And after I'm done journaling, you know, it'll be, it ranges the gamut of what it's about, you know, so it's literally, I'll just free flow, whatever's going on, how I'm feeling, um, certain challenges that I'm having, kind of talk my way around it and out of it so that I can see what is maybe a better solution. And then after the journaling is over, then I will do a whole page of affirmations and another thing that I love to do is just go hiking or walking every day because, um, you know, it can be very uh, isolating working by yourself. Yeah. What advice would you give your younger self? Oh, I would tell myself to stop overthinking everything and stop trying to be perfect. Now share with us a success mm-hmm. quote or a mantra and why it has meaning for you. My favorite um, mantra is you are enough Um, because basically I feel that a lot of women, we try to be everything for everyone 
And then when we make one mistake, how we mentioned earlier, we just take it to heart and we, and then it changes the way that we feel about ourselves. And so one thing that I had to start doing was to think, you know, you are enough, you, you can do this, you've got this, you, you know, you are amazing. So that's when the whole affirmations come into play, but you are enough is um, really powerful for me. I have a client who um, created uh the enoughness revolution and her stuff is just really inspiring to me because no matter through all the education that she sought out all of the, um, all of the things that she accomplished, she still felt like she wasn't enough. And I think that all of us need to realize that we are. And lastly, Rita, what is the best way for this community to connect with you? I spend a lot of time on Instagram. I am really loving Instagram right now. And so um, they can just find me over there on, at Rita S. Morales. Um, I also have a Facebook group. It's, you know, new and growing. But, um, yeah, it, it's called Branding Your Business. So those are the two places that I spend the most time. And for those of you who are out and about and on the run, you know you can find all the links and resources that Rita shared in this episode at womentakingthelead.com. And Rita, thank you so much for taking the time to inspire and enlighten us. We are all better for having met you. Thank you so much for having me. The working world has changed. With the growth of the internet, there's never been more opportunities for you to level up. If you're looking for ways to have a bigger impact, the Alt-MBA could help you get there. Alt-MBA is an intensive leadership and management workshop designed for change makers who have a fire in the belly. This is for people who are itching to level up and make a bigger impact. The workshop splits you up into groups every week so you're meeting a bunch of people you'd otherwise never meet. You're getting and giving feedback and seeing your blind spots in a whole new way. The curriculum is entirely hands-on. More than 75% of your time is dedicated to shipping your work, practical projects that allow you to apply what you've learned. So if you're tired of courses that you never finish or videos you've only bookmarked, then put those aside and check out the Alt-MBA as a different way to level up. They are now accepting applications for their upcoming sessions. To find out more, visit altmba.com forward slash women taking the lead. And for special consideration, you can mention this podcast in their application and tell them Jody Flynn sent you. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. So here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.